For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, hey man. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm I'm great. I'm excellent. I am uh, I'm hanging out today on a day off nice. in the uh, smallest state, which I'm sure you know which one that is. Oh, obviously it's Texas. <laughs> oh no no no! In fact, Texas is not even the biggest state. No, it's Alaska. That would be Alaska. That's right. That's a great little uh, fun factoid. It's a fun factoid. It's also like a good little trick mm-hmm. in uh, in like a trivia game. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That one tends to tends to get people because they forget. And they only think about the lower forty eight. But no, I am in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island today. Uh, a really underrated city. It's a really really cool really cool city. Yeah. Really. It's uh, it rips. What's there to do in Providence? I don't know. Just walk around, drink a lot of beers, mostly. Um, Vibe cool yeah the vibe is the vibe is sick yeah nice. so big fan um having a really nice day off and um looking forward to talking to you about um music music tunes well that's good because i am feeling i'm feeling energized today oh good you know um i changed up the routine i got a new beard oil okay i think i showed you <laughs> yes you did yes it smells 
fantastic. It is Cannibal Corpse official beard oil. And I think that's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. And it's amazing. It, it is amazing. Um, does it say anything funny, particularly funny on the uh, packaging? No, it's just got like instructions and stuff like that. It's called like butchered body, but it smells pretty good. Butchered body. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's super funny. I, I like, I mean, I've always been a huge cannibal corpse fan we've talked about it a lot you know i think there's a band we've talked about the most on the show somehow honestly honestly maybe but what's cool is just that in the last i want to say just couple years Mm -hmm. they're sort of not taking themselves so seriously anymore yeah it's great you know like like some of the um like corpse grinder like you know doing some features with some kind of outside the box stuff Mm -hmm. they're taking bands on tour they're a little different and it's it's cool to see a little bit of that personality because I think they were maybe a little scared to do that kind of stuff before because they just have this super serious like metal thing. But I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And I think it's so good from like a sustainability standpoint too, right? Because like honestly, you see all the ba- bigger bands who were touring like Slayer, Metallica and stuff like that. They just kind of take each other out. Yeah. But like Cannibal Corpse is actually getting out there now and kind of doing what Summer Slaughter was a little bit, where it's like you've got the big headliner like Cannibal Corpse, but they're taking out like Shadow of Intent and stuff like that. And like, that's cool. Bring in the new guys. I I totally, totally agree. I think that that's, that's always been important, you know, for older bands to kind of show the love to some of the, the young kids, even if like maybe they don't completely understand mm-hmm. musically what they're doing, you know, just to show them some love is... is uh, is important so exactly that's great the beard oil i got i gotta try it oh it's a good time but speaking about young kids uh you want to talk about some of these releases that dropped last week absolutely uh kick it off man well i want to get into it um the browning yes number one record last week uh just happenstance because of everything being kind of equal but this record absolutely kicked my ass it's phenomenal yeah, it's, you know, I haven't heard a record this different and this interesting in a while. Mm-hmm. And that says something because I've listened to a lot of records this year, probably more records this year than any year in my life yeah. because of this show. And you don't really hear this combination of sounds, mm-hmm. just something that's super heavy and and really pretty in your face and not holding back, but the electronic elements that are pretty much present through this entire record Yep. Uh, they don't really let up. It's really an interesting combination that I think, mm-hmm. I think it can fly these days. I think, you know, um, let's say 10 years ago, I think that's about when the Browning started, but yeah. like around that time, people weren't ready for it yet. No, they really I think weren't. people are ready for it now. Like, I mean, they kind of fell into the same little thing as all of those other bands back then, like Attack Attack and. Uh, Icy Stars, Asking Alexandria, like all those guys who were putting electronics and metalcore. And I think they kind of got overlooked because it was kind of like a fad at the time. But they've really kept with it and kind of honed and improved this craft in a way where a lot of those other bands have gone kind of poppier routes and incorporated more of just the electronic segments. They've kind of stayed the course and stayed super heavy with this. And I think it's really, really cool. There's no segments in this album really that are just heavy instrumentals or heavy electronics there's always kind of this really good blend and exactly yeah. it's just 
it's not the craziest written record or anything like that, but it's just so fun all the way through. And I think really going back to kind of what started off the band with their first two albums, which I really loved and honestly surprised me because I haven't really, really enjoyed a record like this one since those first two. Yeah, no, I mean, you well put. I think, yeah, it's, it's like easy to compare just based on like, you know, like on paper mm-hmm. that, oh, this is the same as metalcore and adding electronics, whether it's, yeah, you say Attack Attack, Asking Alexandria or or like I See Stars or something. But like this doesn't have really any pop no. in it at all. Zero. Like this is metal. This is this is metal. So for people that like want to check this out, this is like not for the faint of heart. This is intense, extreme metal that just happens to have electronics uh, over top of it. Mm-hmm. It's very, very unique and um, it's not easy to put this together. So yeah, mad props to the Browning. And um, Johnny... I understand the singer... Yeah, I understand the singer is on Twitch a lot, like kind of showing how he puts this stuff together. Yeah, he's, he does all the writing for the entire record on Twitch. So super cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So definitely a great record uh, and a great number one pick, Mike. Um the other one I want to ask you about is our number two record, which was the new one from Lake Pacific. Oh yeah. My friends from Toronto. I love this record. Yeah. This record was solid. It's up there with kind of like youth fountain and just those other like grayscale, like those pop punk records that have just been super, super fun this year. And I've really, really enjoyed Um, kind of far between, but the ones that we do get are absolutely incredible. Yeah, and, and I love like this record. I listened to it, and it's it's a short record. Mm-hmm. It's like under it's under half an hour. Like I think it's twenty nine minute twenty nine minutes. Yep. So I was listening to it, and I think that one of the singles is the last track, and then it just kind of continued. I was like, wait a second, this production sounds different. It went to something else, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to listen to this record again, and I did. Yeah. And I think it has a really solid playability, replayability. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and the songs are great. The lyrics are great. There's a lot of really fun moments on this record and it really just, it really just trims the fat. Yeah. There's not a lot of drivel or bullshit at all. This record gets to the point. I like the change of pace um, here and there. Mm-hmm. It, it, none of the songs really sound the same. And uh, I really dig that about this record. And, and this is, this is one of my favorite pop punk records of the year. Yeah. I mean, you summed it up really well. It's well written. It's solid. None of the songs stick around for too long. It's, a kind of quick record, honestly, only being what, like 30 minutes, 10 songs or so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect length for a pop punk record and says what it needs to says and say and get out. It's a good yep. time. Yep. hundred percent. No, shout out to Lake Pacific and congrats on, on a great record. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's an awesome one. And there was one more, right? Yeah. Static dress. I mean, it was like a comic book EP, I guess they were putting out a comic book as well now. Um, that's right. like the soundtrack for it. It was pretty good. I enjoy it. Static Dress is great. I love the thematics and everything behind the band. Cool. Cool idea. But there, there is one more I want to talk about. I'm, I'm going to okay. ask you some questions. Do you like the story so far? <laughs> sure. Do you like Drug Church? Yes, I do actually. Do you like State Champs? Of course. How do you feel about a super group with members from the story so far, Drug Church and State Champs? Sounds interesting. What what um what is this? I have not heard about this. So I didn't find out about this until after we had recorded last week. Uh, our good friend from Arizona, Mo, pointed this out to me. 
the band called Pile of Love. They released their self-titled uh, album. Their first release, there were no singles with it or anything like that. And this is incredible. Wow. It's, how do I want to describe it? You know how real friends in the early years were kind of that like, Still intense and fast pop punk, but kind of tuned down, like toned down a little bit. Yeah. This is toned down a little bit more. I think it's like a happy medium between like that and this wildlife almost. And adding in some almost like lo-fi elements and things like that. And it's, it's still pop punk at its heart. But this record is just super, super well-written and good, especially for a side project coming out of nowhere. Right. Really, really surprised me and really, really interesting. I have, I suggest everybody goes and checks this out. I've got 4,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, which is insane for like the members of those bands kind of going and doing something like this and just starting out of nowhere. It's really, really cool. What did you say? It's called Pile of Love? Yeah, just P-I-L-E of love. I don't know. I, the pile is like one of those words. Pile of love. That like... I've never had to actually use in writing, so I don't know how to actually spell it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like you see the you see the spelling, and you're like that makes sense, but it feels weird. But like, how else would I write it? Like, pile wouldn't be like p y l or something like that, or p i l l. No, that's pill. Like, no. So like, it, yeah. it makes sense, but it's just weird to me. Yeah, well, there are certain words that like you know, you'll like stare at on a page and like the longer you stare at them, they just look weirder and weirder yeah. until you're like, wait, is this, is this like, is this how you spell this? And it's like an easy word. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I've, I've had those kinds of things happen to me, but pile of love, interesting name. Um, definitely. I, I really want to research who and what band is doing this and how this is coming together. Like who's the, who is the vocalist? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of interested now too. So I'm just going to load it or look it up. Cause like, I want to know. So I found an article here from Stereo Gum, and it says Pile of Love includes drug church guitarist Nick Kogan and drummer Chris Villeneuve, or mm-hmm. Villeneuve. I don't know how to say your last name. Villeneuve is, yeah, usually uh, right. State yeah. Champs guitarist Ryan Graham and the Story So Far bassist Kevin Geyer. Okay. Uh, and then, oh, I guess uh, Morgan Foster is the singer for the band Mobin's Child, and he's singing. Okay. Which I've never heard of that group, but... Me neither, but that's cool. I mean, really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Cool. I, I cannot wait to check that out. So there you go, everybody. There's a little bonus record that we missed last week. And uh, get get on there. Get that rookie card. Hopefully the band can, you know, continue and, and do like maybe tour and stuff like that. Sometimes it can be hard for, for sad projects to find the time, but I always welcome it. Eventually, there's just got to be like a side project, the tour or something like that, right? Where like <laughs> you get Pile of Love, you get Drug Church, you get State Champs, and you get um, the story so far on. And you just get like all their side projects and stuff like that, too. Where like you get no pressure from the story so far and you get same side from the story so far. And uh, I know a couple of the guys in um, State Champs have some side projects as well. Like, it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm into it. Well, that's great. There you go. Pile of love. Hell yeah. Shall we move on to this week? I think we should. We've only got one this week. Obviously, <laughs> end of the year, everything's slowing down. People are doing their album of the year list. I know I'm working on mine. You're working on yours. Yep, that's right. Having, having a little trouble with it yet? I'm having so much trouble, man. Like I keep making, I keep making it and I keep forgetting about records. It's so frustrating. And then being like, 
being like, damn it, what do I do? And then I'm like taking it out and then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, wait, I got to put that one back in. What am I thinking? And then, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's really hard to, I mean, I know you have a, a pretty, you have a system, you know, where you're doing different categories and, and different parameters. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I'm not writing things down. It's like, mine's more from the heart, but then sometimes my brain takes over and I'm like, wait a second, like, but this record on paper is like better, but like in my heart, I like this record more. So what do mm-hmm. I do? You know, yep. but, um, but I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see how different our lists are. Probably pretty different. We'll see. I mean, it's hard. Like I've got my spreadsheet, right. And I have 1,066 releases in here this year. Oh my God. So like, and trust me, I'm not rating all of them this year either. Like I kind of went through this year and picked out like the top 200 that I'm like, okay, these could like make a dent in album of the year and like actually be up there. And I'm just kind of doing those ones. So like that's been a little bit different for me. I also got a late start this year. Oops, but. Um, All good. But just for everybody listening to this, uh, just so you guys know, December 22nd, let's call it 6 p.m. Yeah. Normal time. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be live on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Shane Told. We will be live counting down our lists. Uh, It's going to be big. So very exciting. Um, uh, I believe that's a Wednesday. So Wednesday, December 22nd. Tune in on Twitch and it will still be on the podcast side of things too, but mm-hmm. it'll be fun live. You can interact with us and you can, you can give us a hard time about what we selected. We'll do our top tens and we'll talk about some honorable mentions. Um, it'll be, it'll be a big one. We always hang out afterwards too. So if you want to say like, wow, guys, this made neither of your lists, then yeah, we'll let, take the time and talk about records and stuff like that too. Then. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. So December 22nd, don't miss it. I think we said the 29th was going to be kind of everything else, EPs, uh, whatever other categories we do. Yep. Album of the year, singles of the year, all that random, like kind of end of year thoughts. Exactly. We'll be doing that on Twitch as well the following week. Uh, Yeah. All the, I think Mike, I've been saying to Mike, like, let's put together some, just some funny categories too. Like, you know, I don't know. We'll put together something fun. Best band B for the year. Right. Yeah. Anything like that. And, uh, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. So the 22nd will be the more serious top 10 list and the real discussion. Then the 29th will kind of fuck around. So, uh, that'll, those will be the two end of the year, um, end of the year streams and podcasts, uh, next week. Not sure what we're going to do. Um, are there, are there records coming out? Yeah. I I don't think I have anything to talk about really, but, um, (laughs) We can pop on for a quick like 10 minutes or something like that. Talk about singles or whatever is coming out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Because obviously we're not going to talk about that album of the year week and stuff like that. Absolutely. Well, we'll get to that. But for now, let's get into, um, I guess we'll take a break. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll, ta- we'll take a break and we'll be right back with the number one, the only release of the week. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back. Hi, Mike. We are. Hey, so number one. Yes. Only one. It's kind of like picking your favorite child when you're an only child. Like, 
<laughs> I did that a lot as a kid, as an only child. Just like, mom, who's your favorite kid? It's like you, you idiot. Now shut up. But <laughs> no, my mom was great. She embraced every stupid joke. Uh, we're going to talk about Siamese and their new album, Home. Uh, this is a cool band from Denmark. Um, I think these guys are really similar to Caskets, if you enjoyed that record earlier in the year, where it's kind of like post-hardcore, metalcore with mostly clean vocalists. They've got some really cool features on this record, like Rory Rodriguez from Dayseeker comes on yep. for a track. Drew York from Straight From The Path comes on for a track. He does do a bleh. It's great. Um <laughs> Only kind of gripe with this, they've put out like seven singles on a 12-song album. Always something that's just kind of interesting, and you hear most of the album, right? We've talked about this ad nauseum, so I don't think we need to super get into it. But what do you think of these tracks? Um, I like them. I think, I gotta be honest, I used to think this band was kind of boring. Yeah. And I was a little reluctant, actually, to like check this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say it was, I was completely blown away. No. But I think that this is going to be the release where people are going to take notice of this band Mm -hmm. because they have a really cool aura about them. They've always had this really cool aura about them. Yeah. Um, It's different. It's a nice aesthetic. Yeah. Aesthetic vibe. Um, They they kind of have a little bit of a European sound, which is, it's sort of hard to quantify what I mean, you know, or describe it really. It's just... It's kind of like Anis okay. Like, yeah. are they metalcore? Yes, but it's German metalcore. It's different. There's something, yeah, and there's something about it. But I think whatever I thought was kind of boring or lackluster about the band, they have fixed. Mm-hmm. They have completely fixed it. And these seven singles are, are all really good. Um, I do agree that maybe they should have just put out like four because um, I think... They've had delays to the album too and stuff like that. So like releasing singles to keep fans happy, like, yeah, you're gonna have to wait two more weeks or two more months for the whole album, but like you're you're gonna get three more singles, stuff like that. Yeah. No, I understand that, but I I just think I would be a a little bit more excited for the record if it was just four singles and I don't know if like they needed to release them all. Mm -hmm. But regardless, um the feature with Rory I mean, he's a hell of a singer. Is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and the and the uh, feature with with Drew is yeah. It's it's I, it's fucking badass. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like the the different um, the energies they put into these these songs. And yeah, I think that this band is going to turn some heads with this release. Um, yeah. For real, They've, there's a lot of hype right now. This band, a lot of people are talking about them. They seem to have yeah, a great aesthetic. Um, a great kind of. Mm-hmm team behind them and yeah i think i think they're really really good band the one single that probably could have waited was the most recent one uh sloboda i don't know exactly how to pronounce it because um most of the song they sing in danish german i can't tell personally uh but i think that's danish yeah yeah i think that's super super cool and i mean obviously probably a little bit different for european countries and stuff like that but over here in the states it's a lot harder for us to um, kind of come about these bands that are willing to a, like kind of take these chances with these different languages that aren't as common and B, do it while still having kind of songs in English as well, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, well, one of my, one of my all time favorite bands is from Denmark, uh, the band Mew. Yeah. Absolutely love Mew. Um, incredible band. And it's funny, you know, like, 
some of these smaller countries, mm -hmm. they have programs and stuff for their artists too, where they can get, you know, funding from the government and stuff like that. So yep, super I cool. don't know if them doing a song in Danish has anything to do with that. But I do know that Mew was getting, you know, mm -hmm. funding and stuff from the government and they just, they're a huge band in Denmark. I don't know if Siamese is a huge band in Denmark or not, but um, I do, I do just kind of wonder if that has anything to do with it. But regardless, super cool. I think, I think a lot of bands are scared to kind of sing in their native language for whatever reason. Yeah. So I, I always, I always em embrace it completely when I hear it. Fifth album, by the way. Really? Yeah. It's kind of wild. I, I thought it was their second. Wow, that's crazy. I, I had no idea. I thought I thought maybe they they put out some EPs and stuff, but yeah, exactly. I didn't know they had had that many records. But uh, I mean, this is the one that this is the one that's going to matter. I'll tell you right now because this is the time when everybody is yeah everybody is looking at this band to to make a a very special album, and it's coming late in the year. Mm -hmm. When I think a lot of people are you know, going back and listening to old records and there's not that many new records coming out. So it, it's maybe a decent time to put out an album actually. Yeah. And, uh, one last thing I kind of want to say about this record. Um, I know we talked about the features a lot, but one of the things that I really, really like and appreciate is it doesn't feel like these features were just kind of phoned in and like, Hey, we got this person's name to go on our sticker on our CD. Right. Yeah. They're very, very ingrained throughout the entire song which I always absolutely love because like if, if a featuring artist comes on just for like a breakdown or a chorus or whatever, like that's fine. I'm glad that they're there, but these are like, once they come in, they're there for the rest of the song. And it's very, very cool when stuff like that happens. Yeah. I, I dig both of them a lot and I don't know if there's going to be any more on the rest of the record, but regardless. Yeah. I can't uh, recall. These are, these are great. So. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that's our number one album of the week Siamese with the album Home you want to get into some honorable mentions yes please go ahead oh yeah so uh, one more album I I don't know enough about this band besides the fact that they're just like a fine metalcore band uh, to kind of put their album up here and talk about it in detail but Rising Insane's putting out a new record if you're into them go check it out okay let's see I don't know where I want to start today let's just start big uh, Cobra Starship wow um, so through Fueled by Ramen, they're re-releasing one of their first albums. I forget which one. Uh, but they've got two old songs that they just kind of never used, and they're releasing it as a re-releasing it as a deluxe edition. The band's not getting back together, they're just putting out these songs. Uh, so this is the second one. The first one was pretty good. I mean, classic St Cobra Starship stuff, right? So make sure you go check that out if uh you're into the band. Certainly. I mean, get Cobra Starship, yeah, they were you know, it was a bit of a flash in the pan. Um, it was like post-pop punk, if, if that's a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Gabe, Gabe Supporta obviously being a pretty, you know, uh, influential figure in his band Midtown and then kind of turning it into this neon, you know, pop thing, Snakes on a Plane soundtrack and all that. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, I think they got nominated for a Grammy. I mean, this was like, you know, it, it turned out to be a pretty big thing. But yeah, it, it was sort of a, 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 it was a bit of a flash in the pan. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was right around the same time as artists like 303, Breathe Carolina. Yeah. Um, who else was doing that right there? There were, there were so many bands that were kind of doing that super heavy electronic influenced 
stuff with like bits of pop punk or bits of core right around that time in the 2010s yep uh and a little bit earlier and yeah definitely kind of a flash in the pan stuff but cobra starship was one of the best so i'm really excited to hear this song Uh, yeah there it is um next up under oath fourth single off the record uh if you were like me and last friday you watched their live stream you've heard this entire record it's amazing Make sure you check out this single if you haven't yet. Yeah, sick. I'm really excited for everybody else to hear this record. I think it's really great. Um, I'm not going to say like it's an improvement from Erase Me because I did like that record, but it's an improvement from Erase Me. Uh, more old school Under Oath fans are going to be much happier, and this record's just banger throughout. I mean, my take is Under Oath's never missed. Oh, um, same. Sorry. In their career, even, you know, the the record they made when Aaron left the band, I still I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Those guys are just super talented. They they take an extreme amount of care in every sing- single thing they do. Um, I love to race me personally, but mm-hmm. uh, regardless, I'm all for a more a, a pissed off, you know, oh, yeah. angry under oath to come back, and that's what we're gonna get. You know, um, post Christian under oath. You know, they're dropping F-bombs. It's, they're raging out, and mm-hmm. I am totally okay with it. Same here. Um, Angel Maker, super cool deathcore band, uh, mm-hmm. releasing what I'm assuming to be an album in little EPs of two songs. Okay. We've had Dawn, Twilight, and Dusk. Now we have Eclipse. Um, pretty interesting little way that they're going about this. Um, I've really liked every single though so far. I don't think this band misses. They're one of the best deathcore bands out there right now. Um, really looking forward to more news of when this kind of release is going to be fully out done um, because it's just been really fun so far. Hell yeah, Angel Maker. And another deathcore band putting out two singles this week, Enterprise Earth. Oh yes. Uh, their album coming out on the 14th of January. Uh, super, super great band. We love Dan Watson here. All of his projects. Uh, these songs are also bangers. They came out today. I listened to them first thing in the morning. Uh, this record's going to be absolutely insane. Sweet. Let's just keep it heavy. Uh, are you a fan of Spite? I am, yeah. Yeah, I do like Spite, yeah. They're, they're dropping a new single. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I think these guys can't really miss either. They're some of the most aggressive music that's out there right now. It's insane. I've never seen a room more terrifying than when Spite is playing either. Like, <laughs> 100%. Totally know what you mean. You're familiar with the Crowfoot, right? In Pontiac? Oh, yeah. I love the Crowfoot. So you know the upstairs room? Yes, the, uh, pike, the pike room. Yeah, I saw Spite at the pike room. That was the scariest experience of my life. <laughs> I love that little room. I played a solo show up there one time, and, and it's it's just good. It's a good vibe in there, dude. It's great. I saw what was the I saw Metro Station up there once with like fifty people. It was so weird. Oh man, post apocalyptic feeling almost. That is weird. Uh, another heavy band left to suffer is putting out another single. Super excited. Um, it had a feature on it. I didn't recognize it, and I don't remember it. Uh, but make sure you check it out. I love Love to Suffer. They're super heavy. Cool. Um, yeah, Arch Enemy putting out another new single. Um, I don't think they've announced an album yet, so hopefully with this one, this is the second single. Uh, super, super cool band. One of the first to kind of hit it big with a female vocalist uh, for a heavy metal band. Um, definitely not the original, but 
super, super cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool how, um, uh, Angela kind of passed the torch down though, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a really cool career for Arch Enemy. I mean, they're certainly legends, mm-hmm. um, and continue to make really good music yep. and that doesn't always happen. So, um, yeah, that's, that's definitely one to check out. Female fronted, um, you know, European metal. So check it out. Uh, so Abysmal Dawn, super, super cool. Um, I'm not going to say underground deathcore band, but they're a bit smaller. Um, they kind of lean into a little bit of deathcore, I guess. They're more traditional death metal. I mean, it's one of those bands that toes the line really well, right? Um, they released a new single called A Nightmare Slain. Uh, it's off their upcoming EP uh, that's coming out in the end of January, I think, that they just announced. Um, they're on one of my favorite record labels now, which is Season of Mist, which I think is super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Super solid label that I don't think it's talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, make sure you check that out. It'll be fun. Okay. Uh, Var- or, yeah, Varsity. Uh, our good friends there are releasing you know, their single off their upcoming album in January. Um, really excited to hear this. I love Joey and the guys. Super, super fun band. Yeah, band's blowing up, man. I think this this uh, record is going to be really big for them. So I look forward to this. I look forward to the record. You said it's coming out in January. That'll be on our list. I want to say it might be the 14th, which is just turning into the most miserable day. <laughs> so early in the year. Right. What was it? Was it September something? I it forget the date now. September. Like September. Yeah, September 17th, 17th and 24th were both horrible. And October 22nd this year is turning into one of those very, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to make up for our top one release that we had this week. We're going to have like 13 that day. True. Adjacent to Varsity Outline and Color is signed to Thriller Records and released their new single. It's pretty good. I really like Outline and Color. Uh, I think that they're just one of those bands that kind of got overlooked, very similar to Too Close to Touch in that time period where they were like mm-hmm. yep. this really cool kind of innovative post-hardcore band, but a lot of other bands were sticking with the status quo kind of at the time, and that was still very popular. Yeah, uh, So they got kind of overlooked, and now they're kind of rebounding and being very, very cool. Um, I'm really excited for this. These guys deserve the success. They're very, very talented. Okay. Uh, and uh, some metalcore... In Heart's Wake. Yes. New song off their upcoming deluxe edition of their last record that we talked about last year, uh, Caligula. Uh, this song's featuring Locky from Alpha Wolf, though, vocalist. Super stoked. Okay. Those Australians, those Australians stick together. They do. But I'm excited for this. I love In Heart's Wake. I think they're super cool dudes. Yeah, great band. Um, you know, I think they kind of were, were starting to really pop off in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pre-pandemic, and I, I think they're still, I think they still have the status over here. Yeah. But um, I'll be, I'd be excited to see them play again, and and uh, very excited for a new Same song. Here. I'm stoked. Um, cool new band that I've been listening to a bit lately. Um, God, I'm looking them up because I'm interested. Um, oh, I guess they're not that new. Uh, but there's a band called Alesti. Um, Super, super cool project. It's kind of like uh, one dude who's just bringing in like post-hardcore electronic metalcore, just kind of like writing his own stuff. Almost like if our scene had SoundCloud rappers, right? 
And okay. uh, he's had cool features on, like he's had the vocalist of Kingdom of Giants on, and this one's got Telly from The Word Alive on it. Uh, it's super cool. Make sure you check it out. What? Uh, how do you spell the band name for the people? A E. Or I already messed it up. <laughs> A-L-E-S-T-I. There you go. L-S-T. Got it. Uh, next up, Valiant Hearts putting out a new single this week. Uh, we talked about their vocalist's other project, Galleons. Uh, this is kind of the main show for him. Uh, make sure you go check that out. Super, super fun. Okay. Uh, next up, As It Is, putting out a new single. Um, I can't tell if it's a Christmas song or not. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's featuring Cody from Set It Off. Um I don't know if it's on the album, but it looks like it is. They've also been like teasing it with like Christmassy stuff. So I really don't know much about this. Mm. I haven't had a chance to check it out. Interesting. I mean, this, this as it is record is going to be, it, it's going to be polarizing. I think, um, I think so too. Yeah. And the singles have been pretty aggressive, like in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're definitely going a certain direction. And I think that that's great for them. It'll be interesting to see how this works out on an album and what their fan base thinks of it. But they're going, they're going full bore, just like, just like as it is does now. And I respect that a lot. Truth, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for it. I like as it is so much. I mean, Patty is just such a talented dude and such a consistent driving force for good in the scene. Um, yeah, always happy to see whatever he does. I agree. Uh, next up, cool band we've talked about on the show before. Say for say. Uh, that's S apostrophe E F F O R C E R. They're from New York. Uh, at least I want to say they're from New York. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, but super cool metalcore band for fans of Silent Planet and the like. Uh, make sure you check out their new single. I think this is the second one off of this cycle. So I'm expecting an album announcement soon for uh, spring of next year or so. Uh, I love these dudes. Super, super talented. I want to say they were one of the first bands we ever talked about, like maybe on the I first, so. or, like the first episode. And like, that's like the first band name you have to say is like, Seth or say. It was like, like week two or three, <laughs> I want to say, but it was one of those when I'm like, yeah. I don't know, I've got to figure this out. I like looked, looked it up on Google <laughs> translate and stuff like that. It was wild. Yes. Yeah. S apostrophe E forcer. Yeah. If you're looking for it. And this band is cool. I definitely agree. Check it out. Yep. And last one, probably one of, if not the coolest bands in our scene right now. Uh, the absolute most swagger and talent to back it up. Bad Omens releasing the second track off their upcoming album, The Death of Peace of Mind. Yeah. I loved the first single, the title track from the record. I'm really excited to hear this and see if it keeps going with this kind of uh, toned down electronic or if we're going to get another song like Dethrone off their last album and it's just going to be absolutely heavy in your face. Not sure, but one thing's for sure, this is this band is... It's going to be great. Hype, hype, hype right now. This record is going to be massive. Don't sleep on Bad Omens. They're, the band is getting very, very popular. I love this band. I've been talking them up since their first album they've always been consistently just super good um rightfully ripped as a bring me the horizon clone but i mean if something ain't broke why fix it right but they've really kind of stepped out and into their own thing and improved and beyond my wildest dreams honestly because this is they've honestly become one of my favorite bands in such a quick amount of time that's crazy awesome awesome yeah Love it. That's it for the week. That's it. That's it. That's our show. Um, Mike, great job. Um, 
we still we still film 38 minutes here according to my recorder wow. um you know even with one record so still lots of lots of stuff for people to listen to and one more reminder december 22nd 6 p.m eastern standard time we will be live on twitch twitch.tv slash told mm-hmm. counting down our top 10 lists and hanging out after talking about our honorable mentions and shooting the shit with you guys live. So don't miss it. It's going to be a great time. Uh, we haven't been on Twitch in a very long time because I've been on tour. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a, a nice comeback. Um, and tune in next week. We're not sure what we're going to do yet, but we'll do something. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, 29th, we'll do another Twitch stream too. So we'll be, we'll be doing stuff all through the holidays. When are you back from tour? Are we doing Twitch stream next week? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we could. Okay. Yeah, maybe we could. Maybe that would be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Maybe a little preview to the to the following week. We'll uh, we'll definitely figure something out. I've got like one or two releases I can talk about next week, and we can just kind of like talk about the year. I don't know. We'll have some fun. Yeah. No, I think next week for Twitch will work. Actually, I will I will be home. So cool. All right, Mike. Thanks again, man. Yep. You have yourself uh, have yourself a lovely Thursday, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, I will. See you later, Shane. All right, man. All the best.